Hello, and welcome to the NJEDA's eConversations podcast. I'm Ty Cooper, the NJEDA's Chief Community Development Officer, and I'm excited to be back in the host seat for this month's episode. Today, we'll be focusing on New Jersey's vibrant and growing film industry, what attracts film companies to the Garden State, and what resources we offer to encourage filmmakers to consider our state. We've got some great guests today, including Steve Gorlick, the Executive Director of the New Jersey Motion Picture and TV Commission. It's a mouthful, Steve. Daryl Isherwood, the NJEDA's new Senior Advisor of Film, Digital, and Economic Growth Communications. And Ken Gifford, the founder of the Newark International Film Festival. Each of these guests brings a unique perspective, and I'm looking forward to a great conversation. Welcome, guys, and thank you for joining us. I'm going to actually start with Steve with the longest title, I think, on the podcast today, I'm giving you a quick overview of his bio. Stephen Gorlick is the executive director of the New Jersey Motion Picture and Television Commission, the state agency responsible for promoting film and television production in New Jersey. During his 30-plus year tenure with the commission, New Jersey has hosted over 25,000 projects, enhancing the state economy by over $3 billion. I love those big numbers. Um, Steve has authored articles that have appeared in numerous publications, such as the New York Daily News, the New York Post, Variety, and Travel Host, and has written documentaries for such networks as AMC. And Steve has received his screen credits on dozens of motion pictures and television productions to which he has lent his assistance. So you basically have um, street cred in the film industry, Steve, which is amazing. Can you tell us in a minute or less or a little bit more how the commission goes about promoting film and television production on a national stage? Yeah, well, our biggest advertisement, I should say this at the outset, is word of mouth, because that means everything in the uh, film and television industry. When a producer or a director has a good experience here in the state, uh, word of mouth spreads immediately. And one filmmaker tends to follow the success of another filmmaker. So that is essential. But that said, we've been very aggressive in our marketing, uh, although formal advertising has been uh, done very su- selectively since it's expensive. Uh, we send out press releases on a very frequent basis. Uh, first, when a project is actually filming here, uh, then when it's about to go into release. And lastly, if it's nominated for major awards like Oscars or Emmys. Uh, because of that, we've had hundreds of stories in local and national press in the, in the last couple of years, uh, nationally, in Deadline, The Hollywood Reporter, Variety and such, and locally in every paper throughout the state, uh, News 12 and all, all the media, New York Times, Daily News, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we've really cut a wide swath there. Uh, we have a, an e-newsletter that's published several times a year, which is filled with information about productions that are made here, studios and other businesses that operate in the state are about to open, film festivals, training programs, special film-related events. Uh, with the support of Choose New Jersey and the New Jersey EDA, we uh, just created a very exciting promotional video narrated by Danny DeVito, uh, produced by a local production company, and incidentally, Black Watch Productions, uh, and that touts the state as an ideal location for movie making. Uh, it's posted now on our website. Uh, it's being sent out to the entire film and television industry with an accompanying press release in the next week or so. Uh, very recently, we made a trip to California to promote New Jersey to the industry, and we met with uh, practically every studio and network, dozens of executives, awesome. and That's that awesome. was very effective. Uh, <laughs> and in December, we uh, worked with the governor's office, Choose New Jersey and New Jersey EDA on a special section in Variety, which celebrated New Jersey as uh, an emerging production center and included lots of information about our tax credit program for filmmakers and what resources the state has to offer. So it turned out really well and it gave us great exposure. 
That's awesome. And I feel like even with all that, you're still being hugely modest. When I introduced you, um, it said that you have hosted, that New Jersey has hosted over 25,000 projects and has enhanced the state economy by over $3 billion. I don't think people realize how impactful New Jersey is in this industry. Um, we're going to talk about our film and digital media tax credit with, with Daryl, but what do you think is driving all the interest around what's happening in the state? There's been such a huge uptick. Well, I will tell you, uh, as I start out with mentioning word of mouth, our staff is very, and I mean, very <laughs> service oriented when we will assist production companies in finding the locations they need just and just as importantly, securing them. Uh, we also assist in finding whatever resources a production company may require, you know, biz, human, business, natural resources. Awesome. Uh, we liaise very closely between production companies and all the agencies of government, the business community, the private sector, because we have to ensure that filmmakers get the cooperation they require. And trust me, and Ken knows this quite well, having done this, filmmakers need a lot of cooperation. <laughs> um, I mean, for example, uh, and we work with Ken on this, restaging the 1967 rebellion on the streets of Newark for the Sopranos movie, The Many Saints of Newark, uh, which took an incredible amount of cooperation. Uh, not only from Ken, but from Mayor Baraka and his administration, the people of the city, uh, they were incredible. Uh, and beyond all that, we maintain uh, a comprehensive website with an online location library, which runs on the uh, Real Scout platform, which is the industry standard. So you can begin your location scout, you know, right at your computer and search by subject matter, location, architectural style, or, or just do a word search of the various descriptions that accompany each picture there. Uh, our awesome. state is amazingly versatile, which is another selling point. Yeah. And lastly, we uh, have one of the largest talent pools of film and television professionals in the world. So you don't have Say to- that one more time, because I need to hear that one more time. That's so critically important. We have one of the, the what? Lastly, we, yeah, we have one of the largest <laughs> talent pools of film and television Absolutely. professionals in the world. You don't have to fly in a crew. They live here and they love to work here and they are thrilled to be working here in such large numbers these days with all the activity that we have. So we have all that going for us and now we have a very robust tax credit program. So it's easy to market New Jersey to the <laughs> entertainment industry. And they're now, you know, filming here, as you know, in record numbers. We had over a half a billion dollars in revenue in uh, 2021, and we're looking to exceed that uh, this year. And that's during a pandemic. That just shows the amount of yeah. hard work that's going there. And I have to say, you've mentioned it a couple times, but New Jersey, I truly believe, has one of the best comp- and most competitive tax credits when it comes to film and dig- digital media. Um, I'm excited to introduce Daryl Isherwood, who just joined us on the team at EDA. Daryl Isherwood is a senior advisor for economic development, communication, and the sector lead for film and television at the NJEDA. In this role, he leverages nearly 30 years of business and communications expertise and experience to help bolster the state's business and financial climate. This is a new role for Daryl, who previously spent three years as a senior advisor for economic development communications for our great governor, Phil Murphy. Before that, he was the vice president at Mercury Public Affairs and as a senior political reporter for NJ.com and the Star Ledger. He was also the editor of Politiker NJ, the leading political news website in the state. And in a fun fact, in 2013, Daryl was named by the Washington Post as one of the top political reporters in the state. So there you go, Daryl. Glad to have you here and glad to have you, most importantly, at EDA. Um, a couple moments ago. Yeah, right. So you're, you're here now. We're glad to have you. A um, couple moments ago, Steve touched on the film and digital media tax credit briefly, but I was hoping you could expand on it. Tell us why it's so important and the impact it's had already on New Jersey and what you're looking forward to do in the future. So in terms of the impact that it has, 
film companies, as Steve will tell you, that this is the kind of thing they look for. I mean, this is a very, very competitive sure. program. Um, there are something like 30 states who have film tax credit programs of some varying sizes. So when companies are looking for places to shoot, obviously this is one of the criteria that goes into, into their search. And we have created what I think is, is among the, if not the most competitive program in the country, uh, for film and digital media. And what it basically does is it allows film companies to come in, film in New Jersey, spend the money that they spend, you know, on, on all the ancillary things, including, you know, right down to coffee, dry cleaning, lunch, catering, hotels, things like that. They get a break on their, uh, on their production costs based on this thing. Um, but while they're here, they are spreading a ton of money around, which Steve alluded to, to the tune of $500 million over the last year, which, which obviously is, you know, that's a, that's a record in the state uh in in new jersey but that's a huge amount of money to be spending in these communities um you know places like patterson west side story was in patterson for i don't know steve correct me i think it was about six weeks um and that's six weeks of six weeks of you know casting crew and 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 this the type of spending and business that they bring to that location and just some of the key features that, that you discussed with me earlier, the program's capped at about $330 million, um, and it was just expanded to 2034, $100 million for legacy film projects, $100 million for film lease partners, $100 million for studio partners, and $30 million for digital media projects. So I would say we are more than competitive in that arena and super excited to have you leading, leading that charge. Um, one of the other things that's been discussed, and I think this is within the industry at large, um, and it's a big criticism, is the lack of diversity. Uh, what is New Jersey doing to address this issue as part of the governor's stronger, fairy, fairer, more equitable economy? Let me get the words out right. <laughs> there we go. But focusing on equity, especially in this arena, A, why is it so important? And B, what is the governor doing and how are you going to take up this mantle in your new role? So so one of the big pieces um, that the, in order to, to uh, further diversity in this industry is part of the tax credit program includes a diversity bonus, which provides a between two and four percent bonus on qualified film and digital media expenses. So what that means is a, a company, a film company that comes in has to prioritize hiring um, minority groups and women in an amount no less than 15 percent of the total hired cast and crew. And for that, they get an additional two to four percent on their uh, on their tax credit. And so, you know, th- this is as in most industries in New Jersey, it's a it's a very under underrepresented group mm-hmm. of people. And so obviously, as as part of the Governor's Stronger and Fairer initiative, this is a way to bolster that. And it's, you know, with money talks. Right. I mean, we can all do all of the initiatives we we want. But when you get that extra bonus, look, there's a, just a little bit more incentive there to, to do what is the right thing, right? Um, That's right. That's right. And, and another thing, I just, I just saw it today. We we're about to launch a new, uh, with, I think it's backed. It's, it's sponsored by Sony Pictures. It's a new, um, boot camp for production assistance. And that's one of the things we do there is, is we push for diverse candidates for that. It's paid for by Sony. That's uh, awesome. So, People can, uh, people can, you know, apply and it's a, a two day class, two day course. 
and basically get all the skills needed to become a production assistant on one of these films that comes to New Jersey. And in that capacity, we push hard for diversity. So, you know, it's it's kind of a at, at least a two pronged, if not a many pronged uh, uh, sword that we're looking at in order to uh, further further diverse hiring and diversity in the industry. I love that. And I love the fact that the governor's implementing this not only in word, but also in deed. So I'm glad you're leading up that charge. Not sure if Steve, and I know we're about to introduce Ken, want to add anything on to the diversity component of it. I know, Steve, this is something that you've been working on. And, you know, Ken, I know this is part of your mission and mandate for the work that you do. So actually, what I'm going to do is introduce Ken, and then we'll circle back around to this question. Um, Ken is an entrepreneur who co-owns and directs the Ironbound Film and Television Studios and is the CEO of Vault Access. He's also the director of Rutgers Express Newark, where he builds and fosters a film industry with recourses, with, I'm sorry, with courses and support through Rutgers Community Program. He founded the Newark International Film Festival in 2016 to showcase the innovation and breadth of diversity within the film industry. Kenneth has worked on numerous movies, including Hancock, Motherhood, Cadillac Records, and Joker, just to name a few. Kenneth describes himself as a supporter and fighter for the independent creative. I love that. And he believes that through diversity and inclusion, the entertainment industry can grow and evolve into the industry of the future. So, Ken, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I'm going to circle right back around to the question I just asked Daryl, which I think he answered so eloquently when it comes to our tax credits. But there is a lack of diversity within this area. And what have you been doing specifically um, to work on this issue? I know you support the governor's plan for a stronger, fair, more equitable economy. But how are you doing this work within the projects that you're currently working on now? Absolutely. Um, first, let me say it's a pleasure to be here, especially with the individuals on this podcast right now, people I deeply admire in this industry. Um, as far as your question, one thing that we do here is when it comes to productions at Ironbound and one initiative that we implemented in Newark that the mayor stood behind strongly is any productions that come to the city have to hire local residents. Awesome. Um, and we specifically target uh, minority residents to make sure that they get a fair share. Uh, right now in Ironbound Studios, that's one of our main things. We do a program uh, called Script to Screen, where we also do training for boot camp, uh, PAs, writing, directors, producers. And whenever we bring a production in, it's in our agreement that our residents who are from the city and in our program have to be a part of this production, be it the PAs, uh, if we have directors that are uh, shadowing, uh, writers, we make sure that they're a part of the production so they're included. And from that, we give them hands-on training and then make sure that we get them work throughout the productions that come into the state as well. I love that. And I see that there's going to clearly be a nice intersection and synergy between you and the work that's happening with Daryl at EDA as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about the groundbreaking Newark International Film Festival, um, how it's been so successful and what's the impact that it's had on up and coming talent in the city of Newark, but bigger than Newark, actually, for all of New Jersey. Wow. So I would I would say um, the Newark International Film Festival is something that I didn't expect it to become what it is. Um, when I when I created it, it really was to give a platform to local residents. And my focus really was just there are so many Newark filmmakers and talent that we can build on that we need to give them a platform to show their content. And when I started, I, I just went out on the women and said, you know what, I'm going to make it international. 
Newark is an international city. New Jersey is a, a diverse and international state. And how do we bring people here to experience what we have? So I started it and made it international. And the first year, we had over 10,000 people come to the city. Wow. We had 1,800 uh, submissions from over 70 countries. Now we average 12,000 to 13,000 people a year coming to the city for the film festival, which we've went from a three-day festival to a five-day festival. Awesome. Uh, we average about 2,300 uh, subscrip- uh, subscriptions, 2,300 submissions a year, and uh, we're up to about 83 countries. Um, the North International Film Festival is the only film festival where the keynote sponsor is the Motion Picture Association of America, uh, the wow. MPA. And in 2019, before uh, COVID hit, unfortunately, we sent three of our local filmmakers who were in the festival to France to film the Cannes Film Festival. What? They were the... Yes, they were the That's first. That's awesome. Where was my only. ticket? Where was my invite? I would have been in somebody's well, suitcase. <laughs> look, I wanted to go too. Um, trust me. But we we could. They only agreed to take three. But it was it was groundbreaking because through our sponsorship with Prudential and PSENG, we were able to send the three filmmakers wow. all expenses paid uh, wow. to France for seven days, and they were the first individuals of uh, first minorities. They were the first blacks to ever film the Cannes Film Festival. They ran the entire production. They filmed all of the uh, submissions, all of the shows, everything on the beach. And that was for seven days. And that was extremely exciting. Um, when when I brought the, the idea to the mayor, um, he was excited about it. And the hardest thing was to, to pick the three filmmakers that would go. And there were local filmmakers that have been doing productions in the city for a long time. Uh, they they worked with, with Steve a lot on different productions as well. Um, so we sent them and it was great. So COVID hit, unfortunately, so we didn't do it last year or 2020, uh, 2020, but we are doing it this year for 2022. So we will be looking for three new filmmakers to go to the south of France and uh, film. So it's it's grown exponentially. <laughs> Well, parlez yeah, so if you amazing. need a person there, and I'm now going to become uh, somebody that also is an actress and also <laughs> reports, I'll be a PA. So listen, put me in, put me in. No, just kidding. But I, do, but I do think it's so amazing and such a brilliant experience and opportunity for folks that are coming from Newark, but really to put New Jersey on the map. Like it's Newark, but it's really New Jersey being put on the map in such a phenomenal way. I'm going to circle back to Steve really quick. You talked earlier about just the relationship with Ken and also with Dale. I would love to know how the relationship started with Ken um, and just what the what you guys are building from that as well around film. Well, I, you know, I was, we've been working with Ken for a number of years, uh, certainly in his capacity representing the city of Newark for film projects that are there. And also, um, of course, we've attended the, his festival and, uh, you know, other events and uh, panels. We've done diversity panels that Ken was uh, an important part of uh, that, where we had industry executives uh, imparting, to the audience, the importance of uh, uh, in diversity in the industry, the interest in the major production companies and creating diversity within the industry and such. Uh, I would also add, and, and let me just congratulate him because I know you've spearheaded so many important events and, and, and programs in, in order to promote diversity. We've also done, adding to what Daryl said, um, 
PA workshops, uh, PA boot camps, excuse me, that were. For those that don't know, what is a PA? Just, just production assistant boot camp. Yeah. So we've also, uh, done production uh, assistant boot camps in, uh, conjunction with NBC Universal. They have sponsored several of them and they, they were, you know, leaders in that regard and we were very thankful to them. And absolutely people graduate from that boot camp and they get right into the industry. And yeah, they start as production assistants, but we've seen it time and time again where people, I've been doing this many, many years production assistants from 30 years ago are now producing movies executive producing line producing directing Uh, so it absolutely does work and as a perfect example we did one in newark um, in association with symphony hall and tanisha laird over there uh, where they they were uh, hosting america's big deal which is a, a tv series for usa television they had 10 live broadcasts from september to december and uh, they had a PA boot camp before they had the show, and the graduates of the PA boot camp went right to work on a nationally televised live television show. So it was, which was tremendous. What an opportunity! I mean, I wish those kinds of opportunities were available when I came out of college. They weren't right. then; they are now, and they are certainly uh, available to now minorities and women in greater numbers than ever before. Um, we're working on training programs, and we're, that's in process with the IATSE, the International Alliance of Theatrical and Stage Employers. Uh, uh, they're the big union in the industry because we want to see that uh, there's a lot of graduates, people are graduating, maybe graduating from high school, maybe they're not even going to college, and they're taking uh, uh, apprenticeships in, uh, uh, elect- uh, to become electricians and carpenters, and we're now saying, why not you do it in the industry? You'll be trained by union people to get right into the industry. And these are high-paying union jobs, $90,000 a year with wow. benefits for life, uh, great opportunities. Uh, so that's great. We have a, a diversity officer, Liz Parchment. She works for us full time to keep us on track with our diversity in, uh, initiatives. And I would also, she helped, um, helped us, uh, with our production services directory, which is an online directory of production companies, individuals and related wow. services. And now you can filter your results by women, minorities and veteran owned businesses so that you can go after, you know, you can support what you want to support. I love that. Steve, that's awesome. Awesome. And I, and I have to say, this is so cool just to watch all these things come full circle. I'm going to turn it back over to Daryl. Daryl, so 2034, that's the new, uh, the new time that's been ex- extended for this film tax credit. But beyond that, what is the thing that you are looking forward to the most in this, in this new position, in this new role? Like this is a huge opportunity to really shepherd or to serve as the Sherpa in this area for, for film for New Jersey. What are you looking forward to the most? And I said sure. short run an actual sentence, so that should get some like look. There you there. go. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you know, I think the thing that the thing that is is cool about this industry right now is is it's it's sort of taking off. And one of the things that we've had numerous conversations about, you know, Steve and I, people in the front office, is the influx of studios coming to New mm-hmm. Jersey because those are that's a game changer, right? I mean, you you have these pictures come in and they and they and they work here as we mentioned before um west side story was here for six weeks and that's fantastic and that's exactly what we want but when you bring in these studios that creates work year-round for a whole host of people um affiliated with the studio what it also does and you've seen this in in jersey city right now with cinelease that opened in august You've got the studio that opened and now they've got, you know, uh, they're they're leased um, at least into next summer, I believe. They are planning now to open some ancillary businesses to uh, for equipment 
So that creates more economic opportunity and more jobs um, because the studios that are filming here need, need the equipment and the movies that are productions that are filming here need the equipment. Um, so to me, that's kind of the cool next step for this is is opening this this these studios in New Jersey and making this really a permanent full time part of our economy. Um, you know, it's it's sort of because of the kind of ping pong ball of film tax credits. It's kind of been fits and starts uh, over the last you know couple of decades. Right now, it's starting to take off, and so I'm really excited to see some of these studios come in and really cement it as a you know kind of a permanent permanent fixture. Agreed. And I think New Jersey is going to dominate this space. So I'm super excited about that. Circling back to Ken, um, you've been a major force in Newark's film scene for over a decade. How have you seen film evolve during that time? How have you evolved during that time? What are we doing right? And what could we be doing better? Uh, that's a, that's a, a great question. Um, one thing I, I would say is to piggyback off of comments that I made earlier about the tax credits. Um, I, I don't want to give a politically correct answer. I believe we have the best tax credits there are. <laughs> uh, I, I have been to many cities, many states, many productions, and everything is always looking at, well, New Jersey has this, New Jersey has that. We are top tier when it comes to tax credits. Not only that, you know, 2019, Nork was named uh, number 10 in the list of cities throughout the world, small cities throughout the world to live in film. And that was huge. That was the first city in New Jersey to make that list. And I think with, you know, Steve's help, um, just tackling what we have and with Daryl's support, I believe we can get many more cities in New Jersey on that list and just tackle that list as a whole. Uh, when it comes to what we're doing right, we're doing everything right. We have the support, we have the mayors, we have the governors, we have the economy, we have the architecture. There is not another city on this planet that you can come to, another state that you can come to that has everything we have. We have the cities, we have the farms, we have the land, we have the space, now we have the studios. We are, we are building Hollywood here in New Jersey where it first began. And, and that's what people have to remember. Hollywood started here. The film industry started here. And the way we're tackling it now, the teams that have been put together, it's it's amazing. And to see what has happened since I started, the first film I ever, the first major film I ever worked on uh, was Cadillac Records. And oh. we shot it right here in Newark. We brought that down to Newark. And um, that was my first major film. And when I tell you just how proud it made me feel to to bring it full circle and be here in the city I was born and do that production, but to see what was available then when it comes to the tax credits and the support to what we have now, it's it's a totally different ballgame. I think New Jersey has built this platform for the industry that is undeniably top tier, number one. Yeah. Um, and and it, it just gives you a sense of pride and a sense of stability. Um, what I would say we are doing wrong um, honestly, I, I don't think there's anything that's wrong, but I think we do need to, to do, in my opinion, is find a way to get more productions to give New Jersey the credit that it deserves. Absolutely. I don't think, I don't think we go hard enough when it comes to tackling that issue. And I know Steve has to, to do it with delicate hands because you, these productions are really delicate when it comes to what we want and, and what we need. But 
with what they get from this state, that's right. our name should be plastered all over that film when, <laughs> when it gets down to those credits. And I have seen Steve run from production to production, make phone calls. And I, I mean, I remember times when we were shooting uh, the Sopranos film, uh, Many Saints in North, and me and Steve were out there until the middle of the night. And people were like, well, why are you guys still here? Because we need to make sure everything's done correctly. That's right. You know, Mayor Baraka was there. And it's a case of we don't just say come to the state and film. You come to the state, you film, we're there, we help. And we push everything forward as best we can to get it done. And to add one more comment to Steve's point about PAs, I started as a PA. That was my first position in the film industry. I was a PA. And to go to where I am now from there, people don't realize how important being a PA is. Mm. That is one of the most important positions in a film because without a PA, the production doesn't get done. So when when Steve throws out the boot camps that we're doing and Daryl puts his support behind it, that is extremely important to our state as a whole because you're talking about 25,000 films that the, the productions have been done in New Jersey. And when you look at that, you say between 50 to, to 60 PAs on one production. Wow. So when you look at what we're bringing into the state now, how we're rolling that out, you're talking about thousands of jobs every right. year, good jobs, good steady jobs that can be done with this training. So I think doing right, we're doing everything right. We we are doing it right. (laughs) I love that. I love that. So now I have the toughest question and we're going to end the podcast here. So you guys have to think about this. You've got 60 seconds or less to respond. But what (laughs) is your favorite film or television show that's been shot in New Jersey? Let's start with Steve. Uh, You know, I'm going to hedge on that because as as you mentioned, I've worked on so many productions. (laughs) I would say firstly, to be be fair, uh, the biggest first big hit we had shot in New Jersey, it took a few years, was big with, with, with Tom Hanks, uh, which it was a really challenging production. Uh, Penny Marshall was a young, uh, inexperienced director at the time, and we weren't sure quite how was, this was going to turn out. And then we went to the screening, and we were delightfully uh, surprised to see what a charming movie this was. And, and it showed off the streets of Cliffside Park with these beautiful fall colors and such, beautifully photographed. And it really just took my breath away. And, then, and I have to say also Goodfellas, because... We're proud that it was partly filmed in New Jersey, and I think it's still think it's Scorsese's best movie. Uh, lastly, and more recently, West Side Story, which uh, uh, is just <laughs> looks amazing on the big screen with you know with Steven Spielberg directing. You you would expect that, but uh, everyone should see it in theaters because it is amazing to look at, and uh, we're very proud of that. That was less than 60 seconds, so I'll give you, even though you listed three films instead of one, that was masterfully done. (laughs) And I have to say, because you mentioned West Side Story, that was filmed in Patterson, New Jersey, and so give a shout-out to Mayor Andre as well in the great city of Patterson. I'm going to head over to Daryl. So 60 seconds, I won't even put any parameters around it, but film, favorite, in New Jersey. (laughs) I I gotta go. I mean, it's not film, but I gotta go Sopranos. Ah, Sopranos is groundbreaking TV, right? It was the, it was one of, if not the first that, that you, you know, it, I mean, people still are watching it, right? Still binge watching Sopranos. And it was one of the first of the kind of streaming services, TV shows. It was, uh, you know, it did things that no other TV show was doing and, and, and it's just fantastic TV. I mean, it, it holds up 
to this day. And so, you know, and you watch <laughs> Sopranos and you watch, you're like, hey, I know that place. I remember seeing um, Fountains of Wayne, which was a big, yeah. a big, big, uh, like, you know, outdoor supply center on, uh, I forget what road it's on in Wayne, New Jersey. And, and just, you know, you see all these landmark locations as you're sure. watching this thing, the Pine Barrens and all kinds of places. So I got to say yeah. Awesome things that were shot in Newark. Well, I'm super biased. I can't say that, but like Newark has done so much and Newark was such a part of the story when it came to the Sopranos, but so Mm -hmm. much was done in our urban and our suburban areas. But I think the art of storytelling through visuals was done so spectacularly well um, through Sopranos. So I give you that one. That that was a great selection. All right. Last but not least, Mr. Ken Gifford. All right. So I I can't play by the rules. I have to have more than one. (laughs) Um, first, I have to say Cadillac Records because I got to work with Beyonce and Jeffrey Wright. So that alone. But two films or two franchises, films that I am so proud of with Nork. The first being that we did Rise of the Dark Knight and The Joker here. Um, and that being because when people talk to me and they say, well, what have, you know, New Jersey done? I go, we're Gotham. That, that's it. We are Gotham. We, we are Batman and the Joker. You can't top that. And then, Last or the worlds. Um, when you look at what they created here in New Jersey, even watching it today, I just look at the cinematography and the special effects and I, I just go, this is, is what it's all about. And whenever I do a boot camp or a program, I always show them snippets from War of the World and I go, this is New Jersey. So th- those are my, my favorites. I love that none of you stuck to the rules except for Daryl. So thank you, Daryl. <laughs> but bigger than that, thank you guys so much. This is amazing. There's so much happening in New Jersey. And just to hear the passion, the energy, and the hope behind what's going to happen with film in New Jersey. Just thank you so much. So to Steve, Daryl, and Ken Gifford, thank you very much. And this has been eConversations with NJEDA. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day.